Welcome to the Get More Success Show. Now, this episode is something a little bit different. I was asked to go on the ABC Canberra's brunch show to talk about public speaking. I was representing the Professional Speakers Australia organisation, of which I am president for 2017, and they wanted to have a conversation about public speaking and how could you be a better speaker. We had a panel. There was myself and the the latest winner of the Grade 6 Rostrum speaking competition. He actually gave his three-minute speech, which is very good speech. I'm going to be feeling a bit threatened once he gets a bit older. Anyway, just thought you might enjoy joining us on the ABC Radio Breakfast Show. Here's the latest edition of Get More Success. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Get More Success Show. He's a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his... What? It's showtime. 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 And now, here is your host, Warwick Mary. Hi, everyone. If I could just say a few words, I'd be a better public speaker. <laughs> Have you ever been asked to say a few words around the table? Usually it's the first most confident person stands up and delivers something engaging and witty and poignant and thoughtful. Then in turn, people stand up and say something. So getting awfully close to your turn, but you're sweating, your heart's racing, palpitations, thinking of something to say that'll be both clever and calm and appropriate. But the fear gets us, so many of us. We're not going to talk about great speeches right now, but rather great speaking and great speakers. You could have the finest script in your hand, but that could just fall all flat if you haven't got that skill. That, that way of being a great orator. Joining me in the studio today to talk about great speaking and what it takes to have the skill is Warwick Merry. He's a master MC and a professional speaker. Hi, Warwick. Hi. Thank you for coming into the studio down in Melbourne and joining us. And in the studio here in Canberra, I have Luca Hurstig, who's in year six, and he won the ACT's Rostrum Championship for 2017. Hi, Luca. Now, we'll start with you, Warwick, down there. What makes, well, why did you go into professional speaking? You do this for a living. Yes, I do. Yes. So I've been doing this for almost 20 years and um, I fell into it. Uh, I was school captain at my school. I'd done speeches at all my friends' 21st and 18th birthdays. I had so many friends ask me to MC their weddings. And quite honestly, I love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> And um, so, and I'd done a lot of amateur theatre. I had a community radio show, and so it just sort—I of, just sort of fell into it. And I had an opportunity to work for uh, a gentleman as uh, one of his contract trainers, and then yeah, started my own business twenty years ago. Was there ever a fear of getting up in front of a crowd, or were you quite the Look, class clown show off? Well, it depends on what you're doing. So, I, a couple of years ago, I did a one-man show in the Fringe Festival down here uh, called Goff about Goff Whitlam, and. I nearly passed out due to fear and backstage before the very first show because it's very different to speaking. That's a script that you've got to memorise. And I was like, oh, my goodness. But for me, I have a little bit of fear that gives me the buzz that I need, so to speak. But I am, you know, after the people often say to me, how do you get better as a public speaker? And the best way to get better at it is to do it. So after having done it for 20 years, I have made so many mistakes on stage. I have fallen off stages. I have got people's names wrong. There is hardly anything I haven't done wrong. So therefore, I'm quite comfortable to know that 
I'll do something wrong, but I'll know how to recover. So there's not a great deal of fear. Like some of my biggest crowds have been around that 2,000, 2,500 people. Um, and, but the, the smaller groups sometimes can be a bit more intense because there's that intimacy associated with it. So th- there is fear there, but it comes and goes. And you manage it. Now, in joining me in the studio, Warwick, you we've got Luca Herstick, who won Rostrum, which is a public speaking competition for kids. Luca, congratulations. Thank you. Tell us about Rostrum. What is it? Uh, basically, it's a, a way to get um, primary age students involved in public speaking, really get you started so you really know, you know what life's going to be like when you get in a job interview, things like that. So what, because you're in year six, yep. what did it take you to get up there and win? Because it's, it's I, I know my kids certainly did it at our school, so it's, it's drawing on all the kids from all over ACT. When did you first get up and start speaking? Um, well, it was really a lot of um, like sort of not pressure, but f- from my family, because my sister, she um, won Rostrum for her school as well. So I really just thought I needed to get, get did, uh, Warwick, did you have public speaking competitions when you were a kid? No, no, I didn't. Um, we didn't have public speaking competitions. But uh, look, I, was, I grew up on a farm and so I was speaking to cows well before I was speaking to people, trying to get them in, in the shed and talking. But no, I never, I never went in any competitions. I didn't do any debating or any of that kind of stuff either. Well, it's interesting that it comes from the family. So you say it's a competitive element here, Luca, that you had to beat your sister while well, you, you came equal to her. What do mum and dad do that, that um, encourages public speaking at home? Well, um, they're not afraid to tell me off, that's for sure. Um, they're, they're quite quite confident, I would say. You, you know, I think it's in the, fa- if in the family a fair bit. To, to, to stand up and speak, st- speak your mind. Yeah. Also, I imagine at family functions, do you have to ever get up and give a toast or say a speech? Uh, no. Never. never. You, now, what was your speech on? Um, well, I had to make two speeches. Uh, so my first one was about how I love pizza night. <laughs> and my second one was about adapting to change. And which was the winner one for you, yep. adapting for cha- to change. Yep. Are you able to give us uh, give us that speech? Yep. How long is it? Uh, three minutes. Okay, do I need to have a bell? Because I know they have a little bell at the end, or um, you're pretty right. Yeah, I'm all right. Okay, okay. We're going to hear Luca Herstick. This is his prize-winning speech that he gave for Rostrum 2017. Take it away, Luca. Charles Darwin famously said, It is not the strongest of species that survives nor the most intelligent that survives. It is the one that is most adaptable to change. Change. We initiate it, we welcome it, we resist it, and we fear it. We've all heard the sayings. The measure of intelligence is the ability to change. A change is as good as a holiday. And perhaps my personal favourite, be the change you wish to see in the world. But let's be honest here. When it comes down to it, Change is hard, and I should know. Let me take you back to a simpler time in life. Picture it. It's 2013. I'm eight years old, and life is good. I'm the youngest of three children, and my two older sisters have nothing on me. I am adorable. The baby of the family. The favourite, if you will. I remember the moment like was yesterday. My very first memory of adapting to change. It was the moment my mum excitedly told me I was going to be a big brother. What's that now? I asked. A big brother. 
How could I possibly adapt to such horrendous news? But that's just the thing about adapting to change. Sometimes you don't even notice it's happening until you have the benefit of hindsight and the change has already occurred. Or in my case, you don't even notice it's happening until you're woken one morning to your little sister, yes, another sister, using your face as a colouring in book. Now while humans do have the ability to adapt to change, their physical adaptations are relatively minor in comparison to some animals. Take the deadleaf butterfly, for example. This amazing insect found in tropical Asia has vibrant blue and yellow wings on the upper side. But when the deadleaf butterfly is sleeping and vulnerable, it closes its wings to display the dull brown underside, which closely resembles a dry dead leaf, thereby protecting it from the hungry beaks of predators. Another amazing adapter is the clownfish. Think Finding Nemo. This clever little fish not only has the ability to read Disney scripts, but it can also change its gender. All clownfish died out as male, but if the dominant female dies, the dominant male can change gender and become female. This change is irreversible, meaning female clownfish cannot change back into male. Mum says this is because once they become female, they're automatically smarter. Dad and I tried to argue the point, but we outnumbered in our house, four to two, and as such, we have wisely adapted to knowing when to surrender. So in conclusion, whether it be an eight-year-old boy, a butterfly, or a fish, the ability to adapt to change can be essential for future happiness, or even more importantly, for survival. But the truth is, the only thing that stays the same is change. Thank you. Ah, oh, Lucas, so good. Congratulations. Thank you. Pretty. What do you think, Warwick? I'm, I'm impressed. I'm threatened. I think that uh, I'm going to have to be uh, on, on the lookout. I think in a couple of years' time, he'll be on the stage with me. Absolutely. So good. And there was not, you weren't exhibiting any signs of fear there, Luca. You were confident and clear and, and calm. You'd obviously memorised it well and had all your timing and coaching. Is there coaching people can get, Warwick, to, to teach them how to be great speakers? Not even great speakers, just getting over that incredible fear that so many of us yes. have. Yes, there, there really is. And um, there's a couple of people I know who, who teach the art of storytelling because what we're finding is people – people will get the hang of storytelling. So by getting better at telling stories, you become more comfortable in delivering it and the message is better received. Um, but I have a question for Luca, if you don't mind. Um, Luca, how many times did you practice or rehearse that speech? Well, it was mostly at night time while my brain was really setting in for the day. I would um, practice about five times in front of my mum, which would really get me, um, really get me ready for the big performance. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's a really important thing in terms of getting comfortable with your subject matter is practice, and and to sometimes I would suggest practice in front of a mirror so that you can see how things are coming across, look at your gesticulations, but just getting comfortable with it because once you're comfortable with the content and you're comfortable with how the speech is going to go, you, that's one less thing to worry about. Um, but the this one of the secrets to being a great speaker is to just understand that on stage you just have to be yourself amplified. So just be comfortable with who you are, but just really own it and be part of who of who you are. What about that scenario that I painted earlier where people say, would anyone like to say a few words, say it's someone leaving the office and people stand up and in the ABC here you can understand that there's a bit <laughs> of a scrum for people to stand up and say something because we're all a bit fancying our own voice. Um, yes. But in many situations, 
there might be one confident person who stands up, but yet you want to say something but don't know if you've got the right words to say it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a big fan of just saying some words and if they're the wrong words, you just rearrange them on the fly and away you go because otherwise you'll be afterwards going, oh, I wish I'd said something because mm. I really wanted to tell them how important they were to me. And just the act of standing up and saying, look, I just need to say how really important you are. You helped me with, you know, those projects. I can't remember what they are now. I'm under pressure, but you know those projects. And that's enough. It's you, it, Sometimes it's not the words, it's the the meaning or the intent you're conveying. And you're doing it with so much more than just the words that you're saying. And it's being okay with the words I, I say. They may not be the right ones, but I can rearrange them or redefine them on the fly. Luca, where do you see this speaking taking you? Would you like to do – what would you like to do with it? Well, um, I, I, don't, I, I would love to, you know, have a career on public speaking. Like I really find it's – a good place you know to be but I think um in the future if I'm going for a big job you know I've got competitors the interview I can you know it might help me a lot in life yeah, with that. and that's a big skill isn't it just to to be able to sell yourself at an interview Warwick oh that's, yes that's public speaking because often you've got a panel of three people which oh. is public and it's the hardest thing to do selling yourself is challenging and you almost have to – and look, I tell you, as a professional speaker, I'm selling myself every, all the time. So it's like every time I go and see a client, it's like a job interview. So the sales process. So sometimes you have to compartmentalise – see, here's the wrong word – compartmentalise yourself and just go, okay, this is the product I am selling. It just happens to be you. And to be able to, to put that forward and, and speak in that almost third-person kind of way of going, well, here are the skill sets, here's the benefits to you, here's the value – but even then, knowing that in, the, for example, the job interview, it's actually not about you. It's about the company you want to speak to and making sure that they get what they want. Uh, too often, public speakers talk about themselves when what they really need to understand is it's all about the audience. What are the biggest mistakes people make when they're speaking, uh, doing a little talk? Some, one, of the, one of the things that uh, I don't think it serves anyone is when you come on stage and go, oh, I'm really nervous because... We're going to know by the way you're speaking and your voice is breaking and you're shaking hands. And by stating it, the audience is like, oh, I hope it's not going to be one of those presentations. Um, going over time is a big one. And politicians are the worst at this. Uh, so many events where they've got a 20-minute spot and they're just getting warmed up. So that's one of the biggest sins is, is over. Going under time, brilliant. Not a problem. Everyone gets to morning tea quicker, but going over is bad. Um, but it, really, it's... It's being underprepared as well. You've really got to just know who you're speaking to, know the message that the client wants you to get across and and be prepared to do it. What do you think about winging it? Depends on what you're doing. Um, as an MC, I wing it all the time. I'm a huge fan of improv, but it is about winging it within a framework. The way that improv works so well is there's always a framework that you can play within. And I will, you know, as a host, I've, I've had the audience turn into a choir. I had them all sing. I've had them doing things. But and that while that's because I'm reading the audience going their energy's low I need to get them to do something to lift them up. Within a speech, frequently you can wing it within the structure you have. You might say here are the five points I want to get across, and here are some of the key statements I want to make. But I can go between because frequently you might turn up, you'll have a conversation with people in the audience before you go on stage, and you think, oh, I just need to shift a few things to use their language to better understand their company or their position. So. Winging it's good if you've done all the preparation and you have all the groundwork. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Luca, are you wheeled out to wing it at school functions? Because I can imagine now you are rostrum winner 2017. You said, oh, let's just get Luca to do it. He can do the school speech. He can be put out in front of the crowd. He loves it. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not very good with, um, you know, improv or wing. Yeah, I, I really like it when I've got paper with the words. I can get it in my mind, say my speech. Um, but I reckon if I practiced a bit, I could get better at it. But yeah, not, not, not at the moment. I'm not too good at that. I reckon you've got the comedy side of it as well, isn't it? It's finding that balance between comedy and content. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. We look forward to seeing where you go with this, Luca. And Warwick, thank you so much for joining us and bringing those those great tips. Next time any of us get asked to say a few words, we'll take a big deep breath in. Is there any sort of special calming technique you use to calm breathing. the Breathing. Breathing is so important. So to just take, take a moment to just breathe. Um, and one of my speaking coaches tells me that you need to strike like a power pose. So think of the Wonder Woman pose or the Superman and, you know, hands on hips or the, or, you know, Leighton Hewitt would do that. Come on! Like that's sort of a power pose. And it just, it really does invigorate the body a little bit. Um, so that can help increase your energy. But to just do some deep breathing is so important. And, uh, you know, the most important thing whenever doing a speech is always remember to breathe. Breathe, breathe. Thank you so much, Warwick, Mary. Pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Warwick Mary down in Melbourne, professional speaker and MC, master MC, and Luca Herstick, who is the winner of the 2017 Canberra Rostrum. Luca, do you go on to a bigger competition from here? Um, no, just finishes here. But next year I can take part in the Voice of Youth, which goes quite far if I can win it. Wonderful. We'll look forward to hearing more, more from you. Thanks for coming in. It's Thank Luca you. Herstick. Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Merry. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. Getmoresuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merry. Thanks for listening and until next time, enjoy your success.